The views and opinions expressed on From the Mouths of Madness are that of the panel and not of the Geeks Under the Influence Network or their sponsors, Amazon.com and TeePublic.com. Listeners, beware. Straight from the Mouths of Madness, I am one of the hosts, Lowdown. With me, as always, is... F.U. Honor. What's up, bitches? Yeah, bloody, gory... Horror fan bitches. Horror fan... Yeah, I mean, they were kind of all just bitches by the end of it, except for, like, two. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, spoiler. Not really, though. Um, so, <laughs> tonight on the chopping block, we are not doing anything specific to the month of April, but it's a fun movie that... Hunter came across that through my way and watched it and brought up we should do a on the chopping block on it. And it's a 2018 film called Bloodfest. Now, the basic premise of this film is honestly fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, I love cons. Hunter loves cons. Hunter actually, uh, I went to my first con with Hunter way back in 2010? Yeah, around there. 2011, Almost 10 years ago, roughly. 11 years ago. Fuck me. I'm getting old. Jesus. Anyway. um, And imagine that where you're restricted to a hotel and floors up. And you've got like your little rooms and, you know, everything's safe and four walls. But now you've got 700 acres of attraction mixed with Horicon experience. That sounds fucking magical. Yeah, exactly. It sounds... Fucking magical. We talked previously about Haunt as like we would be suckered into going because they want our cell phones. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, it's going to be scary Yeah, we got to do it. But like, this fucking thing is like a horror nerd's like wet dream. It's like if you took like a Six Flags, Kings of Minion type setup, and, but each area is dedicated to another horror like, you know, yeah. like, like trope, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, the only thing I don't agree with it is it appeared only to be for one night. Um, it needed to be the same length as a con. So three weekends, you rent like a cabin or something on site. Where they have living, they have quarters, you know, that you can rent out, and it's just one big party in se- over seven hundred acres of yeah. woods and that's what I'm saying. Awesomeness, dude. Come on, man. You know, like come on. You get man. fucking tired after a while and be like, I like to see the clowns, but I'm fucking tired. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. Take a nap. It's got to be a full weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I mean, it's seven hundred acres. But yes, we would be at this this oh, festival. Oh fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Because like, they, they treat it like pretty much the size of like a like again a Six Flags kind of park, you know, fenced all the way around, almost like a festival, a concert like thing yeah. where you're going to celebrate horror. Like, I mean, they've got you know they've got the log cabin area, which is clearly Evil Dead. They've got like a cemetery, which is you know, I, and honestly, as we move into the movie, you'll see more. You think Night Living Dead, but it's actually kind of more on the Return of Living Dead side of things. Then there's like a circus tent for all the clowns. I mean, it's just bam, bam, bam. Any like subgenre yeah. is kind of there. And it's just awesome, man. Like I would love someone to be able to afford to put that kind of thing on. Now know? this movie came out, was it, you said 2018? 2018. Yeah. Um, I had heard about it a few times, but just recently I saw that it was streaming on Prime. So I thought, let's go ahead and pull the trigger on it. But because, um, you know, it's it looks like a horror comedy, and it it is. A it horror is comedy. Yeah. a horror comedy. So, and if you weren't sure, literally the dude that plays Ned from the Spider-Man movies, Jacob Battalion, yeah, Battalion, Battalion, yeah. is in this pre him getting all hossed out because 
I don't know if you've seen recently, but since the quarantine happened, dude decided he wanted to be The Rock and like lost fucking like 50 pounds and gained all muscle. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what they're going to do with him in the next Spider-Man movie, but he's not the chubby, friendly, uh, like, you know, friend anymore. He's yeah. kind like, of... That personality won't work won't work with how he looks now. Exactly. <laughs> so, but no, it's, it's uh, this film is directed by Owen Egerton. Um, I he I don't know fuck all. He obviously he he wrote it too. Um, the only actor of note in this is we talked about Jacob Bats. It's either Batalon or Batalon um, from Spider Man Homecoming and Far From Home. Also, Peter's we had a fat friend. The biggest ca- <laughs> the biggest cameo we had and. It, this to, I mean, to me because he was he's been in a couple shows and he was in a DC movie that came out in 2019. We got Zachary Levi, yeah. And I mean, I mean, we're talking Shazam, <laughs> by him, yeah. He's in this very short, very short lived. Um, I, I mean, some people might know uh, Tate Donovan. Yeah, uh, maybe yes. he was in uh, you know some stuff in the 90s. I, I'm pretty sure he was. God damn, he was in one of the HBO miniseries, but fuck if I can remember which no, one. No, that, that's fair, though. He, it, some people might recognize Tate Donovan. That is true. Um, that's really it as far as casting goes. Yeah, and then but, a bunch of people. Oh, he, oh, Tate Donovan was, I think, the voice of Hercules in the fucking Disney movie. Okay. Yeah, how random I is that? <laughs> yeah. It's like one of the like not good Disney movies. Oh, yeah, I, I wasn't saying, Hercules. dude, the fucking amazing Hercules. <laughs> I'll take Kevin Sorbo. You know who else is the voice in there? Fucking James Woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Fucking A. All right. But this movie isn't a prop for a big actor. This is more about the setup. I didn't go in this going, oh, shit, the fucking dude from Spider-Man. I went in this like, you know, I'm, a, I'm looking for a cab in the woods, Tucker and Dale versus Evil kind of fun movie. And that's what the trailer kind of sold, you know, mm. set up. Now, I will preface it. It is not of to to that caliber, but we'll 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 give the fi- yeah. we'll give our final results at the end. Um, so basically, it opens up. Son, mom watching horror movies, and dad comes in real quick and kisses all lovey dovey family. Yada yada. Mom gets up to go get something, and then a killer breaks in and murders the mom. Yeah, dad shoots killer. And then that's kids traumatized. traumatized. Well, I mean, not really. Well, you expect you expect traumatized. She did go through before she went into the kitchen to be murdered. This whole thing because they're watching horror movies, and you can tell she's like, you know, she loves. She's passionate about horror movies. She's like, look, you know, giving him lessons about like, you know, taking on your fears and like, you know, like, and kind of ironic that she's like telling him like, just don't be afraid, you know. The horror movies will help kind of walk you through it, and then a minute later, she goes in the kitchen and gets fucking murdered. Yeah. So, well, yeah, it was kind of weird timing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the dad rolls up right after that, fucking shoots the fucking. Uh, and of course, it's the person the that killed the mom is wearing some kind of mask and like a hood and like kind of a setup, like you know, mm-hmm. they want to be the this you know generic serial killer. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so the flash forwards to him. He's like seven, sixteen, seventeen, sixteen, something like that. Somewhere in there, yeah. And you know, you see his room and it's like covered. He's he hasn't lost his taste for horror movies. Now, I will say this is one of the things I appreciate is obviously they plastered a bunch of fake ass titles on there, and that that is a good kind of pause moment to see the generic ass horror movie titles that they put up there. So you know, they could emphasize how much of a huge horror fan he is, 
but they didn't want to pay any rights to anything <laughs> specific. So they made up a lot of fucking movie titles on the, on his walls. All yeah. right. It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's, I think he wakes up to like a radio commercial for Bloodfest. Oh, yeah. Or something like, Bloodfest, Bloodfest, Bloodfest. Fucking Bloodfest this weekend. Be there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They treat it like Ozfest or like yeah. something like that. Like, you better fucking be there. Yeah. Yeah. You love horror? What yeah. are you fucking do? Don't be a pussy. <laughs> but the dad has gone the complete opposite way dealing with, he's the one that traumatized. Yeah. But well, he's, he's like a... He's a, a, he's a therapist. Yeah, he's a therapist. Psychologist. He, they cut to... He's written all these books about the damage of horror movies. And like... And it's it's kind of ironic. I mean, his dad is very fucking anti-horror movies. And the son has embraced the shit out of him. All right? Yeah. So the dad, to me, is one that's more traumatized. Yeah. And he is just supposed to go talk on this talk show the same night as Bloodfest... Against horror movies, and the kids like, and then he, and he like just you know he fucking just demands that his son did not attend Bloodfest, right? Yeah, because he found his ticket. Yeah, he yanked his fucking tickets it. from the kid's backpack, man. Yeah, dad's fucking pickpocketing his shit, and then cut it. Yeah, he took the wristband, cut it. I was like, he ain't fucking going. Suck it, you mm-hmm. know. So, you know, the whole day at school, he's bummed. In, in comes all the other characters. So we got dude from Spider Man. We've got then we've got like his best friend but also like the girl he's Sam yeah the girl he's too oblivious to know wants wants to ride on that thing yeah like I'm sorry it's one of those stories yeah because the tomboyish friend that like well there's no way like you know we need to get you know what the Whatever you do with the, your... The one that you should... T- you could totally have... You've been totally wasting, like, you know, I don't know how long not getting your dick wet with yeah. her. Like, that's... That that friend... Yeah. That you're just too stupid to realize is into you. <laughs> I, 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 I do. I do. It's so... I hate that. It's, it's, it's cringeworthy it's shit a, it's in a, movies. It's a... It's a trope. trope. It's a trope. Yeah. It's not. It's nothing against no, this film. Like she's my best friend. I don't see her as somebody I'd fuck. Yes, you do. Yeah, stop seriously, it. stop, stop it. it. Like, oh, I didn't realize she was pretty. Like, yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Exactly. Oh, she took that. She took that baggy shirt off, and now I think she's hot. Like, god damn it, stop it. All right. <laughs> like, she never wore a fucking wife beater before. Come That's on. what I'm saying. It's like, dude, because especially in these movies, they pick obviously, ve- like they they pick cute like the like like they don't not not these women that they they put in movies that are like completely dressed to the nines done up women that just naturally look good maybe use a little hint of makeup to ac- accentuate their yeah. features but like oh, wow. women that are they're, they're like attractive you're waiting for her to wear glasses and she takes them off and he goes oh my god you're beautiful yeah exactly yeah, like, like, what the fuck but i will say the tone of this movie makes me think some of this was kind of tongue-in-cheek on purpose oh yeah it totally and was. that's the thing is that like everything's kind of exaggerated in this movie and so it definitely leans very heavy into comedy more than a horror movie. Yeah, it, it does. It does. And so anyway, uh, he knows, he found, he's trying to find a way to get in Bluff Fest because the other two friends still have their tickets because their parents didn't cut it in half. And he knows this character, Ashley, Ashley who's been in some low B-rent fucking horror films and she's got in with a director... To promote. To promote yeah. his horror movie. And she, she was able to, she said she would be able to, she would get him in. So they, you know, she, bullshit really, nothing happens. And then she, they, they get to Bloodfest and they get in. 
and the doors ominously close behind them. Well, because you walk in and like it's already like like you're going to a festival. There's people fucking everywhere. There's like you know side stands, bunch of shit. Like it's it's like we, these we, people, we, we 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 would be fucking there. All right, like, like these people either all of them were out of school or they just weren't that nerdy like the other the, the three main characters were and they just skipped school yeah. and went yeah like <laughs> which would, would have probably been me i'm like fuck that i'm just i'm fucking just going there for the day yeah anyway um so they introduce she finds the girl and gets in and the the, the director she with is a complete fucking tool and <laughs> yeah he is he runs up to one of his Favorite horror actors. He was in Arbor, the Arbor Day series. Yes. And the dude's a complete fucking tool bag. He acts like he's like, I don't talk about my movies. Yeah. Why are you here then, dude? You know, like, if Kane Hodder is, like, at a fucking, like, of, of, like this, you're like, dude, I want to, can I talk to you about fucking Jason? And he's like, no, I don't talk about Jason. And you'd be like, the why the fuck are you here? Seriously. Like, yeah. But you know what Kane Hodder does? He's like, fuck yeah, man. Like, like, and of course, this guy's, like, acting like, oh, I've done other stuff, but Dude, you're at a horror con, all right? Apparently, he was the first um, arbanist or whatever. Like, Arborist or whatever, yeah. yeah. So, like, it's a big fucking deal, like, but he doesn't embrace it. Then you shouldn't fucking be there. That, mm-hmm. that, that did confuse the shit out of me. Like, don't act like your shit don't stink. Like, you're, like, better than everything else. You're at a fucking place called Bloodfest, man. Yeah. And you technically don't deserve to be there. Anyway. Come, and you come to find out... The whole thing is set up by this dude, uh, Walsh, I believe, who is this, he's done crazy fucking horror movies, and so he's the one that's set up this blood fest, so he's got this huge stage set up, you know, comes out in like, you know, top hat, like a fucking ringleader and Mm -hmm. shit, is just like hyping the shit up, and he's like, are y'all ready for some fucking crazy ass horror, and everybody's fucking cheering, and he's like, you know... Just kind of going over what the whole idea of Bloodfest is, which is experiencing different horror scenarios throughout the park. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, you want a little taste? And he brings out this masked motherfucker who kind of looks very almost similar to the serial killer that murdered dude's mom. mom yeah. yeah. Not the exact same, but almost like a weird... Well, like, they've got a knife on a chain... And yeah, they start, you know, a couple people come up on stage. Which and... I, I, this is, all right, I, I, I did get a kick out of this. Because, of course, whatever Ned from Spider-Man, his whole agenda is he's, he loves horror, but he's going to get fucking laid sometime mm-hmm. at this point during Bloodfest. And the this one chick gives him, like, you know, the fuck me eyes. And he's like, all right, well, her and her friend are the two that decide to volunteer to go up on stage. And uh, mm-hmm. everybody's still like, yeah, fucking horror movies blood fest and the hooded person kills the shit out of them on stage in front of everybody in the crowd well, they still cheer because they think it's a that's the thing yeah it's a prop they're like awesome yeah we're fucking murder and again I, i'm gonna keep saying this you and me would be there and be like dude where is fucking savini those are some fucking tight ass fucking effects mm-hmm. nobody's like yeah. realizing we're they're always putting two two together there could be a fucked up agenda with blood fest and then pretty much Walsh is like... Oh, this is real. Yeah, yeah. The, By the way, They're fucking dead. And uh, in case you don't believe me, and they did a quick shot of it earlier, but you notice that there's a bunch of motherfuckers in front of the stage, right in front of the crowd, wearing, like, paper mache pig mask things mm-hmm. and chainsaws. And he's like, crank it up. And motherfuckers with chainsaws just start going into the crowd, and they're killing motherfuckers left and right. They're fucking 
sawing the shit out of them. Which is, which really to me is one of the first big horror uh, things that we get throughout the film as far as like Amish to, which is Motel Hell. Oh, exactly, yeah. Big head with a fucking chainsaw. Oh, floor. yeah. There's so many that are like, we're going to call this something different. But, like, yeah, we, we recognize the mm. big head. I mean, you know. So they realize that, you know, these pigs are fucking just cutting heads off. One dude got Chinese finger cuffed by a chainsaw. Remember, like, yeah. they were in front and behind him? Yeah. And he's just, like, gyrating on the chainsaws? That was hilarious. Uh, and you have still <laughs> had some people, like, as people are being chopped the fuck up, there's some people going, wow, how are they doing this? Bonk. And just standing there, and then they fucking get the saw in half. Like, not acknowledging at all, this could be fucking real. Like, Yeah, but, so, our main characters start to run, and but the whole crowd is running towards the front gate to try to get out, and Sam is just like, oh, no, everyone's going that way. This is a death trap. Uh, let's go this way. Yeah. <laughs> Sam so. is a horror aficionado that pretty much is going to follow the rules of well then the main our main character uh uh dax he realizes that too because walsh gives out the hint as long as you follow the rules yeah when he before he starts murdering everybody so they realize when they get into the they go into a coat closet and then the douche director and the chick that got dax in show up and they're hiding yada 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 and they you know, this director, fuck this director. I don't even want, I'm not talking about anything he does, okay? Except for maybe one scene. But anyway, they're like, <laughs> okay, well, we'll go do this, blah, blah, you do that. And Dex is like, no, no, no. That, 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 no, that's not the right, that, no, that's not a good idea. And he's like, what do you mean? It's like, Walsh said, follow the rules. Rule number one is don't split up. Yeah. So then they've realized that then, uh, the, what's her face? Uh, the, Ashley, there's a back door. Yeah, she came, when she came up, she didn't make it, she didn't uh, go to the front entrance. There was a back entrance, a so big the director yellow, and everything came yeah, through. Yeah, the big yellow one, and they gave her a staff key card badge that they're hoping she can use, use. to get the fuck out of there. Exactly through so, the way she came in. So, of course, Dickhead, they call the cops. He he looked for his phone signal. Now, Dickhead I, direct calls that was the a, cops. That was something I did and like. Man, he's just getting he's getting talked to like a piece of shit by this cop. And he's just not realizing that it's them fucking well, with him. Well, they go through the generic beats. He's like, he's like, um, and of course he has to be a prick when he's calling the cop. Where he's just like, you know, uh, uh, we're, the, the whole thing's getting fucked up. I'm a very important director. Me and my actress, we need y'all to come and save us. Not everybody else, just, just him us, and his yeah. actress. And the cop's like, oh yes, well, well, we'll you know, the the dispatcher's like, we'll we'll, we'll send officers right away. Um, so um, yeah, just stay tight and uh, put uh, your head up your asshole. And he's like, what? And he's like, yep, just bend over and put the, like, and that's when you go, wait, what a second. And it cuts to, they're mm. controlling They're watching everything. through the camera. They're watching, and they're yeah. just fucking with it. And they actually bring up, Walsh is there, he's got his kind of command center of people fucking with their with bikes the at the park. Yeah. Our first, this is our first shot of what's known as the tower. Yeah. And so, meanwhile, he's like, oh, don't worry, they'll be right there. They're, they're, they're on their way. They'll be there in a second. And then chainsaws start coming through the wall. And they run the fuck out because that means they just alerted the pig pig dudes that yep. they're in there. So they start running and they're trying to get, and then they're on their way to the back gate. And then then we really get in behind the scenes of Walsh and like how he's running everything. And one of the things I do appreciate is that he gave the girl that's kind of picking up all the police dispatch calls instructions that some people you can fuck with, but some people make them believe that cops are on their way. So mm-hmm. that they won't just say, fuck it, lay down and die. They actually believe, just wait it out, and mm-hmm. we'll be rescued. I mm-hmm. thought that was kind of cool. Like, 
don't treat everybody this way. Let some people think that, yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to save you. Exactly. Yeah. And so, cut to their, on their way through the woods, they hit a cemetery, <laughs> and, you know, they're like, kind of like, I forget what made them halt. I think they were looking which way to go. Oh, yeah, because they were like... They wanted to go around. Yeah, they didn't the want to go through the cemetery. Like, it's a shorter way to go through the cemetery, but everybody but the director's like, uh, yeah, this dude is trying to make realistic horror scenarios. Why the fuck would we go through the cemetery? There's something that's going to be... Something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, of course, the Well, director, that's why the director, because he admits in the before they have the issue in the like closet that even though he's directing a horror movie, he doesn't watch movies. Ugh, yeah. So he doesn't know horror tropes. Exactly. Like, so, what the fuck? And, yeah. And, of course, he's, like, talking shit. He's like, y'all are just a bunch of fucking nerds. Mm-hmm. And, and of course, right before he decides, I'm going to fucking go through there, he gets Ashley's badge, the key card, because he's just tells her, just give it to me. And she just says, okay. Mm-hmm. So now he's wearing the fucking badge. He's like, fuck you guys, I'm cutting through there, y'all are a bunch of, you know, superstitious dorks who are buying into all this shit. Mm-hmm. And then, he gets, ouch. That's well, it's basically ouch. like the, uh, ouch. it's the, uh, it's a taste from the hood. Yeah. Rips out of the ground, grabs all the balls, <laughs> starts pulling them down. Yeah. And then, he's gone and so is Keycard, and they start running because more start coming out of the ground. There's actually, at first, you're kind of thinking that it's actors coming yeah. out of the ground and they're being zombies. Well, there's of course there's a cabin, right away. So that of was course, of when course I got from is. the cemetery. By the end of it, was more Return of the Living Dead than Night of the Living Dead. And of course, you go to the cabin; it's Evil Dead. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's and what I'm saying. The like, arbor dude is the the guy who plays the arborist is in there, but he's like, "All right, we're all full. We got a pregnant woman. <laughs> Break the door down. Nobody's in there. He's just a fucking asshole." Yep. Lock the door, and then they're like, "Okay." And then they start hearing a banging from the floor, which again. Evil Dead. Evil Dead, Evil yeah. Evil Dead. And There's so many little, like, wink-winks to different movies that they never can say specifically, but if you've watched enough horror movies, you know exactly where exactly. they're going. Exactly. And Dax is wa- looking out the window watching zombies, and this is where it's a fun line where he's like, all right, not running, no Snyder or Boyle. Okay. Like, he's that, that just was, like, and that, that was, was pretty cool, yeah. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, so that was like, a good reference. Like, and he turned around and had to be like, we got Romero's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking rad. And There's a few bits of, like, dialogue that you just, yeah, if you're a horror fan, you're just like, all right, that, I appreciate that. Yeah. And that was one of my, I appreciate it. Like, I know Snyder's, no Boyle's. Like, all right, we all know what you're talking about. Exactly, because that was a huge thing when those movies came out. Yeah. Fucking Christ. Uh, if the internet was alive, if the internet was as alive then, it would have been a nightmare. Oh, God. Right? Yeah. Like, come on. So, but there is something they led on to when they were running to the cabin that they that they realize while they're in the cabin. Well, uh, Sam does, where there's this red light flashing. Yeah. And she notices that as the zombies are walking, as the red light flashes, they move and then they stop when it goes off. Yeah. So there's so it does mimic them walking like a zombie. So this motherfucker Walsh is actually animating dead bodies with electricity. Yep. Through fucking gamers That's, in the tower. Yeah, and then because we, we cut back to the tower and there's just a row of fucking gamers. Being douche gamers. Yeah. That one dude is, I, I believe the word chode came out and I'm like, wait, this is 2018. Chode died when I was in high school. Yeah. This dude literally called yeah. someone a chode in 2018. Who the fuck but, says that? But they just Sorry. think they're playing these games. And He's like, my dude sucks. He won't even move. He's moving super slow. Yeah, He's like, just, well, they're zombies. Yeah. Like, Walsh just like, Maniacally calm the entire time. Like, Walsh hates pretty much everybody that's working for him in the tower. Yeah. Let's establish that. He 
just he's just like I want people dead. Stop fucking questioning me. Just do your fucking job. And yep. and of course the gamers are fucking like you know just bitching and yeah. So yada yada yada. They fig- they go out there to try to cut the power to kill the animated corpses. And uh, this was annoying to me. It was like it's dude. There's like two plugs. Just pull them. He was being yeah. He was so- like which wires? Which wires? I'm like fucking and like well literally his friend Sam's like. It's not a fucking bomb. Just yank them. You know what I mean? Like, which, yeah, that's what we're all thinking. Like, why are you worried about just... It's not your fucking... Like, you're not going to get, a, like, fucked up. Just pull the cords and run the fuck away. Exactly. So they do that. Oh, hey, they, they all drop. Yep. And meanwhile, the one had broken through the floor inside. There was attacking the inside. That was... I forget, So some of these kills are really good. There was, like... You know, we, we don't want to brush over those too much, but there were some kills that were solid. Just, like... Some of the chainsaw kills, um, I feel like this kill was lame because you had Spider-Man do it with like a fucking teapot. Like yeah. banging him over. Eh, this is fucking stupid. Um, so after this, they... Where do they go after They this? run to the school. They run across another building and it's the school in which... Well, it was now, the school from Arbor Day. Yeah, and that's the thing is... No, they I, run across the Arborist first in the woods. That's right. And then they get chased to the There's school. There's somebody dressed like the Arborist yeah. in the woods. They get chased to the school, but it's a school from the arborist. I will, I will, I will say this, and this is why I, I enjoy the movie in part, is they build up this whole generic story about Arbor Day, where this dude's dad, you know, was the um, school whatever the fuck landscaper, and he got killed, and so he came back to avenge his father's death by using only. Things you would use for landscaping, like you know, uh, weed whacker and edge clippers, edge clippers and shit like that. And he's the arborist. It's it's so fucking ridiculous. And yet, I'm kind of surprised nobody's ever made a movie of that. So, see what I really enjoyed from this scene was they they go to get in the school. This is where uh, yes. Zachary Levi pops up. Now he was in they a mentioned scene they the mentioned beginning. on the commercial mm-hmm. for Bloodfest, and Zachary Levi will be in person. You know. And you just kind of threw that away, but yeah. There he is. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, we were running and this woman that I love was like murdered, blah, blah, on the way, but I, I managed to get here. So they're like, the, the the main crew is totally like oblivious to the fact that he's trying to like, it's the first people that he's seen, so he's trying to like tell somebody like, I just lost like the woman I was going to marry yeah. kind of thing. And they keep cutting him off like the entire time they're walking down the hall and he's trying to explain how he got there yeah so they could actually so they could get in there you know and it, it was such a douche move from the main crew yeah he's like they're just not acknowledging the fact that he just lost the woman he was gonna marry they're like yeah 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 okay whatever yeah, like, yeah. he's getting into this whole thing like you know I was gonna marry I was gonna he's like alright so anyhow and like he's just like what the fuck people come on and then of course at that ends the arborist made it into the school and they kill Zachary Levi. That's what I'm saying. That, that was a lot of funding probably on that one scene for Zachary Levi. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they were into a, into a classroom and hide. And the real arborist is still being a bitch. He's been a bitch this entire time. The guy who played the arborist in the first Arbor Day. And they Dax convinces him that he is the way out. He knows the character. He knows the backstory. So go out there and play with it. So he goes out and plays the dad. Yep. And manages to, like, sway... The arborist. Now, meanwhile, they had, they had split up against That's all right. wishes, and dude from Spider Man had oh, yeah. ventured away, and he runs across this vampire coven. Well, he doesn't know. At first, he runs up, and it's a bunch. And it's weird. It's these these douchebags. I was kind of confused why they're there because they're talking shit to him. Like, what do you want, dork, and everything? I'm like, 
you're in a fucking blood fest. Why are you? But it's these douchey guys, but there's these chicks that are surrounding them, fucking just making out. So these dudes are like, yeah, fucking rocking kegs and fucking chicks. I'll deal with it. And you have this one lady approach. Uh, uh, what's his? Krill. Krill. Thank you. Krill and explain literally what's going on, but he's so impervious to it. He's just like, ooh, pretty ladies. Because she's like, you could say that we were picked up from an Eastern European country and that we had our teeth sawed and that we were given special injections to make our pheromones much stronger to entice men. Yeah. And we do this. And she's literally... But she stopped when she found out that he was a virgin. But she's literally telling him everything that says, we were made to be vampires. He's just like, you're pretty. Like, he's just so <laughs> transpired. But then, like, you know, they start taking their clothes off, getting all over the douchebags, you get a couple of nice little boob shots, and then they start attacking him. Meanwhile, he's entranced by her, and then, you know, then, like, he breaks away and is like, you know, I really got to go. And she's like, what? Like, why are you not lost yeah. in my trance? And she was like, oh, you've never been with a woman. So apparently that <laughs> increases the, the power that they have over them is if you've had sex, I guess. Yeah. And... And she, and she wanted him even one. more. She wanted him even more because he hadn't had sex. Yeah, he was like, oh, so pure and pure. Forbidden fruit. And like, but then he breaks away. He's like, no, you know, I would love to stay here and, you know, potentially have sex with you. He like, he is just awkwardly honest. <laughs> and as he's saying this, to like on his side view that he won't just turn slightly to see all the dudes are being murdered yeah. by the other vampire chicks. <laughs> like, there's blood squirting everywhere. They're being murdered. He's just like, and he's just talking to us. He's like, you're really awesome, but I need mm -hmm. to find my friends. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. And, like, trying to be apologetic, not realizing that this bitch is going to fucking murder you at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he, he leaves, and I forget. Oh, he, gra oh, he grabs a stake. He or, grabs a stake. It's on fire. Like a torch, and yeah. And is running towards the school, which is weird. I don't know. I think he heard screams. Yeah. And he's running towards the school. And because the Arbor Day, the, the playing the father of the Arbor Day thing only lasts up so long before he's back to wanting to cut off heads and shit. Yeah. And it just so happens they're running towards the door. They open the door. Krill's right there with his flaming fucking torch. And he runs in. And the, Arbor <laughs> and the Arborist runs towards him. And then he just impales him. And then he's like so happy. He's like, "Yeah, I just stabbed you, bitch. You're fucking dead." Dude, dude. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is fucking." All right, so they kill the arborist. Then they realize there's a way to go down. Oh, they make it downstairs or something, and in the school they realize there's a way, and they're like, "Oh, this will probably be safer." Mm -hmm. But it's not. No, um, you know. And of course, they go to torture area where. You know, Sam the so chick. area was cool because I think that was over like to saw. Yeah, and where the dude's holding, he's holding. The dude who worked the gate. Yeah, he's holding two. His hands are in two boxes, holding these chains. There's a stone see, above him. Yeah, there's a stone above him, and so he's like, "You can help me out. Put put your hand in the, the the over on the side of the room. There's a way to turn it off. Put your hand there. All right, now yeah, reach out. Do them both at once. One. And then of course it we locks all, her in. We all, yeah, as soon as he said, "Do the put your other arm in there." We're like, "Okay, you're fucking dumb." Yeah. Now she's fucking trapped. He fucking gets out. He's like, "Thanks, bitch." And like, it was. It seemed like it wasn't him. Like he wasn't set up there to kill. He he just was dumb enough to get caught. Is what exactly. it seems. That's, that he, is yeah. what it seems like. Yeah, he wasn't part of the staff. He's not part of the tower staff. He's mm -hmm. just he. You know, got in. All you had to do is you know help. So help it out also the front stretches you out for free. It also stretches you out um, as you 
as it because it drops every minute or something. So like, there's a little doll and a clock and voice. So it's clearly Saw. Yeah. And blatantly uh, <laughs> obvious. This, this one's so obvious. And uh, so every like minute or two minutes, or something like it, it the, the stone drops down and stretches you out. And when it hits a certain time, it's supposed to just drop the stone completely. And so Dax is trying to help Sam out, and Sam's like getting stressed and freaking the fuck out. It's like, just go get them to the back door, yada yada. Well, you know, the arborist decides, you know, because he is basically through his conversations with Dax, realizes he's a bitch, and uh, he is just he, been, he wants to do a good deed. Wants to do a good deed, so he puts his hands in, frees her, and then literally fuck while it. he's in his final speech, just yeah. funk. Like what? Yeah, the he's just like, fuck? if I can do this for it, Rock, and he's he's they're both covered in blood. Yeah, they're covered in blood. Then they make it to the clown they went underground to get to the circus yeah which krill throughout the entire time even before they get into bloodfest says fucking clowns you already know eh, he's not gonna be with the clowns these clowns were creepy as fuck i will give you that then you find out that they're like because walsh said like how we hired everybody there's a whole scene that's happening during all these other scenes we're like how'd you get all these people he's like oh well most of them are just excited to, you know, do this. Uh, the clowns, I just Craigslist, uh, and like he just <laughs> yeah. goes on these. Yes. Just he has an explanation for how he got everybody hired. But the clowns, they're using fucking like laughing gas, and they're high as fuck. The I whole know, time. and it was creepy as fuck. Now the tower reports back that they do have um, characters from one section have moved out of that section and gone to the other. He Walsh is like, they were supposed to stay in their own section. Why are they fucking moving? Come to find out. So our main character surrounded by clowns, and then what bust in? The fucking zombies. So we got zombies versus clowns. Yep. And it was, it was uh, dude. I, I thought that, that was death, fun dude, those death scenes, like you know, those, there's like all these giant like hammers that clowns usually is like beating zombies with. Yeah. And just stupid shit. It was hilarious. And of course, there's zombies. So who is now a zombie? The director. The dickhead director. Yeah. And. So Ashley and Krill had had sex prior to this while they were underground in a bathroom. So again, horror trope, you have sex, you're both going to die. Dun, dun, dun. And of course, she goes to get the pass and like a dumbass doesn't just run back to the people. She turns around and is like, I got it. And then she gets stabbed with his vape pen. Yeah. <laughs> Which I always say, when you first see the director, he's vaping all the time. So of course, we turn to a zombie. What's he still doing? Vaping. Still vaping as a zombie. And like, yeah, he just like stabs her and then... While his arms still through her body and she starts to fall down, he tries to hit the vape pen as he goes down with her. This is what the fuck. <laughs> Come on, man. It's pretty but awesome. But she throws the card to Krill yeah. as she's dying. Yeah. <laughs> and Krill catches it. And he's like, no. And they run out. And now they're making it to the back area. Well, come to find out, um, they go back to the tower after the zombie versus clown. Come to find out the gamers were just saying fuck it and were sending their zombies to attack the clowns. Yeah, and he's like, you're killing my clowns. That's not, yeah, you're fucking, I kill my clowns. So he's like, all right, well, I guess we're done with zombies and everything. Just fucking lays a grenade down and fucking walks out. He's like, yeah, y'all are done. Because prior they asked, the first time, this is only the second time you've seen him, uh, the the main vocal game dude asked like, when do we get to be the victims? He's like, oh, you'll get your chance. Don't worry. (laughs) And then, this scene, yeah, he just drops the grenade in, and this is where the dude goes like, oh, what a fucking chode. And, and then... Poof, I was like, <laughs> yeah. oh. <laughs> Again, cool, but dude, really? Chode? Come on. I'm sorry. That just that just rubbed me. I'm like, this is like aging the movie older than it is. Yeah. Unless they were putting in there to like get I mean, a callback yeah, or something. Yeah, some I don't kind know. of thing. But yeah. So they make it to... Um, 
the back, like they the back finally, door. We finally make it to the 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 warehouse and the, the back dude door area that tricked Sam with the fucking saw shit is there. Yeah, just chilling because he doesn't have a way to get out. Yeah, and they're like, you like, hey, can we just stop arguing about this so we can we get the fuck out? Yeah, because Kuro's gonna take the card, key card. He's I don't know. It some looks T2 like he took his, shit. Some T two shit. Yeah, he takes his <laughs> phone and like looks like there's a, two wires from his phone that he has plugged into the thing. Again, T two two shit. I can fucking solve any fucking cryptic code because mm-hmm. I I'm really good on my cell phone. I don't well, maybe really this get is a that. precursor for him being the tech guy in Spider Man. I guess I, so. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But anyway, he starts getting it going, and it's he's like they're like, hey, come on. Yeah, because yeah, the vampire chick from earlier shows up, and he and and then he doesn't see this, but everyone else is like, "Hey, man, come on, come on!" He's like, "Almost," da, da, da. and then she calls him out, and he turns around and is like, "Oh, hey!" And she's like, "I just couldn't stay away," and uh, because she thinks she's still a virgin, and he was like, "Oh well, actually, yeah, I got that taken. Care I got that taken care of." And she's <laughs> like, "Oh." The only reason you're still alive is because of that. Yeah. So then, of course, again, he had sex. Trope. Rips his throat out. And, yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. so you shouldn't, you shouldn't Krill's dead. Yeah, you shouldn't put your dick in her. But Sam turns into a badass, breaks the fucking stick in half, and just stabs fuck her ass in the fucking butt. It was funny because she's, like, she's like, you know, you don't have to you use, use a wood. stick. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, it will, it'll fucking kill you anyway. It doesn't yeah. matter. I like, forget, yeah, I forget what her response was. She was like, it didn't have to be wood. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I thought that was kind of awesome. That was funny. Um, but then we get the masked serial killer that was on stage to kill the first two girls at the presentation who we shows, see, up, shows up, grabs Sam. Meanwhile, the dad is giving the interview that is someone supposed to be at. This happens during yeah. some of this, and he realizes that since the son's not there, he's clearly at Bloodfest. So he leaves the interview, and you're like, you're that worried about your kid at Bloodfest? Yeah. Well, turns out he shows up. Yeah, we see. because He pulls they- a gun. He holds, he's, 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 you know, he shows up and pulls it and holds it towards what you think is the killer that's killing Sam, and he ends up shooting the black dude that was working the front gate Yeah, that was freed, that tricked Sam yeah. in the saw maze, and you're like, what the fuck, Dad? And then you find out that the killer was his sister. Yeah. Because Dax dad, has a sister. And the dad, as Walsh had brought up a few times in the earlier movie, the has, a, has a silent partner. Mm-hmm. So the dad, the dad is a setting this up. Yeah, the dad oh. has declared war on horror movies, mm-hmm. and so what he wants is such a massive thing, which is this blood fest, you know, killing, to pretty much make it so horror movies are fucking completely done. gone. Yeah. yeah, and so they, the sister and the dad, go back or moving the, moving their way to the tower. I uh, see. I don't know why they didn't follow they, them. Well, they expect the, they expected uh, the. Sam and the main dude to leave because the door's open, right? Mm. But of course, as soon as the dad and the sister go up to the tower to finish off, make sure everything is taken care of for the rest of the night, the door closes and now they're still fucking trapped. I, yeah, I don't. But they take why. the truck that was in there, blast through the doors, and are trying to, and they're driving towards the tower because he's like, "Oh my fucking family, fucking did this shit." There was one cool scene in this. Shot like of course you get the ring girls, you get like some crazy like the, the, it looked the like nine. fucking uh, 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 dust till dawn sh- vampire one yeah. of them. They hit the nun, but the coolest scene was when he sees Sam being a badass uh, and cutting that chick's head off with his chainsaw. Yeah, uh, he stabs through the ceiling to get the guy on the roof of the truck and then slams the brakes on and it cuts <laughs> him in half. That, that was, that was cool. my favorite kill. Yeah, honestly, my favorite fucking kill. Now we finally get to dad. 
is back is up at the tower with Walsh, mm-hmm. and he's like, and he's just like, you know, the whole deal is is we're gonna fucking kill everybody. Walsh gets to film it. He can make his ultimate mega fucking horror movie, realistic horror movie, and Dad gets to use all this against uh, you know. Yeah, but well, Dad's trying to cut it short. Yeah, like it, 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 in the de- and Walsh is like, no, you said you set all this up. I'll take care of the rest. Go get go through the night because there were still like a hundred people left, and Dad no, was like, see, he's pissed asking, off. they're like, there's like. 237 it's like like the he's like how many are still alive and she's like 237 he's like fucking really that, there's that many people they you know they're expecting maybe like 50 people left i mean you know they hired all these motherfuckers to kill people mm-hmm. and so dad's like or was it walsh or his dad da- the dad wants to go ahead the and pulse the pulse which is the final how no one's coming out alive where it's they send a, a pulse through the wristband yeah and it I turns like them that. into like fucking not zombies but like rage monsters. I would say it's almost like it's the rage virus. Yeah. Like instant. He figured out a way, and he because we find out Dad's been testing all this the shit on his patients. On his patients, it and didn't work. <laughs> he was able to set up this like signal that pretty much makes you pretty much like rage virus, murder motherfuckers. So he hits the signal. Everybody with a wristband all of a sudden starts spewing out fucking black shit out of their mouths yeah. and going crazy. And like twenty days later. Anybody around them, they have to fucking kill. Yeah. Including fucking Sam. Yeah, because Sam, you know, Dax never had a wristband. Yeah. Because he never got it from the front gate because the, he got in through the director. He never got an actual wristband. So when he hits that, they're literally at the bottom of the tower. Um, and Sam just goes ape shit. Yeah. Right? But he, he managed to get, Dax managed to get into the tower. That one puking blood scene was pretty, that black shit was pretty Yeah. Sweet, which it, it's gross down the road. But anyway. He gets up there into the tower, and his dad, his sister, and Walsh, and well, the dad ends up killing, killing quote unquote Walsh, and uh, this is the dad, which we knew was going to happen. The dad's pretty much like, you know, we made a deal and stuff like that. He's like, yeah, 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 you're fucking stupid. I'm, you know, I'm against horror movies. Why would I encourage you to do this? You're, mm-hmm. He fucking shoots him. But so it ends up coming down to basically the dad gets pushed out the window. Yeah, like I, I I forget how that actually happened because he dad kills Walsh, and somehow the dad gets in a tussle and gets pushed out the window, which was a cool shot because they showed it from a, uh, the outside view, and you just literally see him out and just falling down. And yep. And then, but Sam makes has made it up the elevator, and she charges out <laughs> yeah. to kill him. But and it's funny the sisters in there are like cut off a wristband. Yeah, cut off the wristband. Cut off the wristband. And then he does, and then Sam looks at him and is like, apparently she heard everything he said because Dax had said like he loved her, and then she kisses him. Meanwhile, he had been pu- she had been puking up a lot of black shit. Yeah. And it wasn't like a lip, closed lip kiss. It was like a, I'm going to ride that shit kiss. And like yeah. I'm like, ew. <laughs> I just love the fact that when the, she gets activated with the pulse, and he's like trying that, that generic thing where, you know, if you remind, they're in a craze, but if you remind them that I you love them, like like you'll bring them out. But no, man, this shit's controlled like through the wristband. You can say whatever the fuck you want. She's still going to try to fucking murder you. Mm-hmm. You can say how much you love her to no end. It don't fucking matter. Right. So there's two things in this film that lead to a potential sequel. The sister escapes. Yeah. She said, maybe I need therapy. I'm like, really? You're dead? No. Okay. I know what she was doing there. That was funny. Mm-hmm. But she was killed a lot of motherfuckers yeah. that night. She uses her knife 
scorpion thing. Yeah, her scorpion Kombat. blade knife, the scorpion which blade we knife. have not talked about barely at all. She oh, yeah. kills several motherfuckers scorpion style. It was awesome. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yes, that was awesome. And then slide apparently can just slide on down the the, the tower. Yeah, but uh, they managed to get out of the park before the final detonation goes off. And because that their, their result was after they did the pulse, it was to blow the blow park up. up. Yeah, so there's no evidence. No evidence. Well, they were like, well, maybe some people are still alive. And then meanwhile, they're outside of the gates. Maybe there's people still alive. And you're like, no. Yeah. No. But the other thing that leads to a sequel is at the very end of the credits, the very last scene, they show in the rubble, Wallace pulls his hand up with his broken staff. Yep. Yep. So there's two potential sequels there. Reasons for a sequel. Yeah. Sister gets out because you don't know you didn't see her get blown up. So again, death on, death's not on screen. They're not dead. Yeah. You know. And then clearly Walsh is alive. You could also say though that because this movie is so full of horror tropes, that they that was it. They had to, to throw to in horror tropes, which is one of the family members gets Stray. away, and. The guy that was organizing everything is still, still alive. alive. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Because I, I look at this movie, I, I didn't take it seriously at all. It, it was just fun. And so that's where I looked at, like, a lot of stuff happens that seems so over the top. I'm like, yeah, they're just they're just playing with the tropes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they played hard with the tropes. I mean, this movie was, it, it, it definitely survived the chopping block. It was hilarious. It was... I mean, there are problems it had, so like I don't put it as like this stellar, amazing movie. I would probably own it if it was available on DVD or Blu-ray, which I don't I think, think it's it a is. good. It's a good like you're hanging out with friends, just throw something on. Like people can kind of talk yeah. over and like watch. That's it. what I'm saying. It's not to the caliber of like Cabin in the Woods and Shaun of the Dead and Tucker Dale vs Evil. It's yeah. not there, but it's still a good, fun movie. Yeah, and I would own it still. There's there's a, a small level of originality with the festival and stuff like that but the jumping on each trope we've seen a lot of different movies do that with you know the wink wink kind of scream thing of let's notice every kind of horror trope yeah so they're not reinventing the wheel here Mm -mm. they're not tucker dale tucker and dale they're not cabin the woods they're a level below that but it was still fun exactly so definitely survive the chopping block Recommend you watch it. It is on Prime right now. Uh, catch it before it goes away. Although Prime's pretty good at keeping movies up for a while. Yeah. So it's one of those like if I see it, you know, use five bucks or something like that, I would definitely pick it up. Yeah. Because it's something. Yeah, I might want to. Sh- you, you might want to show to especially friends that are big hor- into horror stuff. Show them because yeah. they'll appreciate some of the inside jokes. Exactly. It's really for like the heart. Like I feel like. There's a lot of stuff in there that's strictly for the horror nerd. Yeah. Not just people that watch horror because they, they do like horror, but they don't... I mean, there's some there's some shit in there that you wouldn't catch unless you, like, knew certain franchises or you knew the arguments that people had. I mean... Like I said, the Snyder, uh, the Snyder uh, 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 Boyle thing was an argument yeah. that that zombie horror fans had, you know? You, you cut to the dude with the, his arms and chains, and then a dummy rolls up in a tricycle... Or a will, I can't wheelchair. No, he was Whatever just was. sitting there. But anyway, okay, wait, they were wait, playing wait, him through the tower. But you see a dummy, and you're like, okay, we obviously know this is Saul. Yeah. There's enough there that you can pick up on where they're going. But it's not scary movie, like, hitting you over the head. It's just, we Yeah, because that was dumb comedy kind of stuff. This yeah. is, like, clever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, definitely enjoyed it. Uh, recommend, again, recommend you guys watch it. And, uh, as always, if you have seen it, lowdownbrown.gui.gmail.com hit us up let us know what you think if you watch it because you've listened to this 
let us know what you thought. Love the feedback. And uh, go to GIPodcast.com and uh, check out some of our sponsors. We've got Amazon.com and TeePublic. Go to our links. Click on Amazon.com. It'll take you to Amazon. You shop like normal, but because you went through our link, we get a little kickback. That is always awesome. Podcast stuff is not free. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> everything we do to record costs monies. And uh, TeePublic, go to that link. That is right next to the Amazon link on our website. And it's got all our merch. Uh, there's like 40 designs. You can get on everything besides koozies. And um, <laughs> I mean, shirts, onesies, posters, wall art, hoodies, laptop bags, laptop bags stickers, uh, tote bags. Get a bunch stickers. of stickers. Yeah, just get yeah. a shitload of stickers. Yeah. But there's a shitload of designs. Every show on the network's got one, which leads me to also check out every show that's under the network. There is something for everybody, or there's all of them for somebody. Yeah. Maybe you like all of them, but definitely give them a listen to. And until we talk to you again, stay safe. Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. My name is Amy Bogard. And I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we are the hosts of Deeply Upsetting, where we use our expertise to answer your most upsetting hypothetical quandaries, such as what non-wigged animal deserves wings? And what body part deserves a secret mouth? Which cryptid is the worst roommate? These questions and more that plague you will be answered on Deeply Upsetting, available anywhere you get your podcasts and at GUIPodcast.com.